Hey, welcome to the OKO Show. It's your boy, Oki, but you can call me OKO or Straight Oki, straight from T-Town. And we're going to let you know what's going around the NBA today. Well, LeBron got beef over Alabama. When you think that's beef over? Remember back last year around, he did a video in, about, in the barbershop with some guys and talk, he was talking about how he was going to the game. He's getting his hair cut at the barbershop. Neither you know, Nick Saban hit a video too about coming out with a show with Eddie Jackson, Julio Jones, and Nick Saban. When you didn't even think of Nick Saban, you wouldn't even think of him being involved in any kind of media scam, media show, or anything besides the the press game that he's he got to do as a job with Alabama. But wouldn't you like to see once LeBron's crew heard it, uh, interrupted on off Twitter or whatnot, they crew called him. And say, hey, what's the deal of this? You know, I don't. And, I, and you got Julio Jones. I mean, would you like to sit in that room with LeBron James and Eddie Jackson and Nick Saban in the in that uh, in that room? There'd be some heads turning. I'd like to get a seat in that room to see how Julio Jones is. Julio Jones is is he a me person or I'm a you know what I'm saying? Or is he? Uh, I wanna. He's the king, and I'm I'm Julio, and I want to I want to be down with him. I don't I don't know how them personalities kind of kind of react. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, you got Nick Sabian in there. He, you know, he's he know he's a bullheaded guy. So him and LeBron, you know, so it's real interesting. You know, to talk about you know even though LeBron's having that type of year and still dealing with off the field. Controversy, you know what I'm saying? Either good or bad is something, you know what I'm saying? And will they continue? We're gonna see how that goes, you know what I'm saying? I would like to hear from y'all and let me know how things go and how y'all think about how that's gonna play over into this, you know? Him focusing on being in the playoffs and running around what's going on with this beef over Alabama, you know? It's gonna be crazy. And, oh, will Eddie Jackson, you know, will he be? Want to be down with him? or down? I mean, how close is him and Julio? You know what I'm saying? With that record, I, I'm like I said, like I said, guys, ladies and gentlemen, I would love to be in that room while they doing this call or this me. Maybe, maybe you get swept on the rug. Maybe you won't hear from this no more. But to me, let me know how y'all feel. On my second take, y'all, let me let me peep this out. Y'all peep this out. Came out with. With a lot of things going on with him, with KD getting his fourth tech, he said it on the show that he's just been a pain in the ass. Is is Barkley hating on KD, or is that, you know, what is he mad at KD because he got rings, or he was just a little bit better than him, or he's just a Golden State hater, or he just don't like the kid because he's that good, or he's just... I don't know why he thinks he has something to prove. He's just another NBA player like like he was. He he went to a, a, a wannabe juggernaut team. He went to Houston. Things didn't work out. You know, they was good for a little bit, then, but your strongest years is when you was with 
early Philly, and only time you was really making it to the playoffs when you went to the Suns, and and you ran into that man. You know what I'm saying, Michael Jordan, and you couldn't do nothing with that. So I don't know how long this beef go. You know what I mean? It's gonna somebody gonna have to fire back, cause I believe KD's gonna clap back in some kind of way. I don't think this is gonna blow over. You know. And him with the beef with the NBA and eight refs and how they officiate is is crazy. You know, the whole Golden State. You know, you think about Draymond and his texts and him getting. You know, all them people that's getting hurt and him getting texts and he might miss the game here or there in the playoffs. So you got to worry about these little things. So things to keep your eye on. Another, if you didn't know what's going on with. Philadelphia and things is going they winning games this is the first time in a long time are you trusting the process I don't know I like the process but I'm not trusting it that much he just got hurt again hold on oh man we suck again uh yeah man it might be it might be that type of type of year again he's hurt again he's out for one a couple weeks with a broke face and and he hit and then think about it, it was his own man. One twelve votes, man, he just came back and just gonna send you where he was to the hospital bed. Whoa, that shoe, you're not for long, for real. In the NBA, that's crazy. And he t- NB tweeted this while in the hospital. I'm just I gotta go ahead and trust the process. Yeah, and and the process is kinda tough. And then Chris Long tweeted later on. That he got a couple masses for him if he needed, you know what I'm saying, to from the crew for him to them Philly for being an underdog this year in the playoffs. You know, only thing you can say is good luck, guys, running to um, Kyrie Irving, John Wall, and Simmons, and you just, hey man, you just one, one man, one man can't do everything. You're like, oh man, hold on. We suck again. <laughs> Sorry to hear about that, Philly fans, but it's going down. And you're going down with the ship. And B, you better put your super cape on, get your couple masses, because, shoot, it's looking ugly. Only dances you're going to be doing is cheering and getting pissed off doing the game. Well, Here's my other take, my fourth take, man. We're not too far, man. It's some good news. Good news. Kid, Jason Kidd goes to the All Hall of Fame, finally. Steve, Steve Nash, Ray Allen, Grant Hill, Maurice Cheeks. Whoa, what a great class to top that off this year going in there. You got Kidd, he's second in assists. Five-time All-Envy, All-Team. Steve Nash, two-time MVP, three-third in assists all-time. Then you got Grant Hill, 94, rookie of the year, five-time All-BNBA. Ray Allen, two-time champion, all-time three-point leader. Maurice Cheeks. People probably don't. I remember Maurice Cheeks. You guys, he was a five-time Four-time defensive player. Team. Three-third and steals. Talking about a guy that got glue fingers. 
Glue fingers as hands. I mean, he, you probably, he's probably younger than the duration. You probably need to go on YouTube or whatnot to check out Morris Green. I, I checked him out when he, you know what I'm saying, when he was in the 80s. I caught him in his latter years. But the guy, <laughs> he had a new jerry curl, whatever, no shorter, what or whatnot. And, you know, the guys even with the short shorts. The guy, he was real underrated. But he really didn't know he had the sticky D, you know. And then you got, you ain't much you can say about Grant Hill and, and in a short time span, he is he dominated the 94, 94, 98. That's all people, he had his own shoes, you know. Dated a nice, nice, nice girl, nice girl, okay. And uh, you know the guys, you fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Well, then he got, but Grant Hill, then he got that F factor, like what he could have been and what he could have done. You know, if he would have stayed healthy. I mean, yeah, he came back. He came back, but he was it was a shell of himself, you know. I mean, you got to think about, well, what if happened if he was in this era? If this the technology was here, and he what if he had been, and, and would he had the same bounce back as the other players that came back from different back injuries and leg injuries and ankle injuries? That's a lot of ifs and maybes. But you talking about another person, like I said, Ray Allen. And what much can you say as, you know, clutch? Anywhere he, he said he has no empty spots. He could drain it from anywhere. From hitting the daggers for Boston, for LeBron. You know, I mean, somewhat he got another attitude with him and Rondo. We get into that in another day. But this guy right here, Jesus Shuttlesworth, I got game. He got the game. And he ran with it. And he left with it. And he stuck with it. The man's a champion. I'm a ride with him. You know, you got Steve Nash. Somewhat apart from defense, but the guy got two MVPs. Only person that has very done that was Magic that I can go of. You know, two MVPs. Point guard. This start, kind of started the Dan Tony to Houston. Run and gun, give me the right players, and I'm going to get them done. Third and assist. Played with Dirk Nowinski. Young Dirk. You know? Guy gets it done. Then you think about Jason Kidd. How much he say that his play. Even to his latter years when he was at the Knicks, the guy made, they made him a playoff team. The guy improved his three-point shot from going from lacking ability from Dallas being a, a growing star from just making plays and knowing he needed his own team. He can make everybody better. The New Jersey Nets, Keon Martin, to, you know, to Kerry Kittles, those guys, he got them guys paid. 
What much can I say about that guy? Well, you guys let me know what you think about this. Do you think Kid is better than Nash? Well, I think, well, I'm going with Kid because the guy got him to the championship. He plays he plays better D. He's played better D, but if you just come and end, I would love I'm I end his demeanor, how he plays with aggressiveness. I'm giving kid. You know, and Nash, he's a great player. I'm not taking nothing from him, but it's just kid gonna give me that defense. Well, we're gonna go to another time, Jack. And we're going to go right up to the latest on your Miami Heat. Whew, the Heat is on there, boy. If you are Pat Riley and the coach, David Sprostra, is on fire over there. Because Whiteside has went left. <laughs> I mean, he went left after the game to the loss in overtime for being benched to the New Jersey's Nets, you lost to the New Jersey taking. They're taking. They're taking. And you just come in the game in the fourth quarter and not play your guy. But then what's not we I'm not gonna go more into me what I feel about the situation. But this what this what he said. I'ma get to what wet and white side said. What he said, this is the quote. Now, I'm not one of the best NBA centers. And he said, this is bull. And they're not going to use me. This is B. Bull crap. This, excuse me, he cussed on that one. That's a lot of teams that need a center. Hmm. That says a lot coming out the, you know, being benched. And I mean, is he wrong for coming out in the camera? And just saying these quotes, maybe. But if this, if you go into the playoffs and the coach need to try to spark up the thing and you lose in overtime by one, didn't you think White Side would have went right instead of left? You know, and my take, like I said, I would take. You gotta have your best player, even though even though he got that edge, that fire. The right side has that that you can't teach. The athleticism, the defensive, awareness, the scoring, the attitude you got to have as a center to go down every day and bang with the other guy, the Embiid's, the Rudy Goldbergs, and the Nets centers. And you tell me if B can't make one play in the overtime or in the fourth quarter? And you can't tell me that he, right side, would have never made that play or made one or two plays. You let me know, guys, gentlemen. If you like this podcast, just let me know. This is OKO signing out the dough. I holler at you.